Unbelievable. We so we waiting on me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm texting with Takahiro, man. The, the great, we're trying to get him on the show. Uh, Jesus. A little, a little. I was waiting for the uh, the Prince song. I thought we were going to be listening to Raspberry <laughs> Beret. I'm thinking we have a whole nother five minutes. To I, I thought about out. it, and then I thought I really don't want to hear that song. <laughs> nah. Sorry, sorry, Bridget. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to Clive. <laughs> sorry for the delay. Oh man, that was good stuff. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So in the break, I was telling you guys about a story that I saw on Fox News, right? Yep. So these three British anglers. We're going to go on a trip to Thailand to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And the one guy's named Ron Hopper. He he had he had advanced cancer. Ron? And he died before they could go on the trip. But beforehand, he had given his buddy, he, he wasn't sure if he was going to make it. He had given his two buddies permission to use part of his cremated ashes in a carp bait mix. And his buddies named the carp bait mix Purple Ronnie. <laughs> And they caught a 180-pound Siamese carp on his ashes. How about that? That's yeah. pretty cool. So, guys, Google, you know, Ron Harper, uh, Purple Ronnie, Siamese carp, and you'll get to see the picture of this thing. Now, the the IGA recognizes the record at 130-something pounds, but they stopped recording it because they live now they live in protected waters. Right. So they don't recognize that 180 pound as a record. It took them three hours to fight this thing on their buddy's ashes, man. It was really 180 pounds? Yeah, dude. That's it's quite it's, a it's massive, man. You sure it wasn't like kilograms or something? Dude. 180 pounds. You got to look at it, man. It's like a tarpon. So these two br- this one yeah. the one dude looks like a pretty big dude. This fish looks it looks like they're holding I mean, it looks like they're holding like a goddamn uh like a like a St. Bernard. Well, it's hands. it's two men. And I don't know if you can carp. zoom in. Holy but, shit. but it's two men on uh oh, wow. holding this thing and you could see that's about the size of two men. That car, that's a giant. That's that's pretty amazing. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Right in the purple, Speaking purple of cool Friday. stories, you have a cool story coming up. Well, I'd like to tell everybody about your uh, where you're going to be pretty soon. I'm heading to Key West. Right. Hopefully, going to do some fishing, some drinking, some partying, some, a lot of eating. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo and a Kentucky Derby. Down there. Very cool. You going? You going solo? You going with yeah, friends? Yeah, bunch of friends. Yeah. Very cool. Hanging out, yeah. From Thursday till Tuesday, I'll be back. Wow. Well, yeah. well it's a good thing we don't have a you night guys live. Look like you want to dr- join me. We, we all want to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, the keys. That that's my. Any like Powerball. This uh, this this Monday is going to be like you know a super like 350 million. And when you buy that ticket, you get the right to dream about owning what a house down in do? the keys, man. You know what I mean? Just for that night, put myself to sleep on my house. The kinds of boats I would have down there. I think I would live on a boat. Though. I don't even have that dream, dude. <laughs> Brian. Oh, there we go. Hey, thanks, Brian. You, you're a miserable bastard tonight. <laughs> you guys are it's so not, not following points tonight. It's unbelievable. Well, I wish you could see it through my eyes. Yeah, well, I wish we could too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, How many see anyway, eyes? <laughs> I, I see. I, I see somebody popping up on our screen that we haven't talked to for for a long time. It's good to see you, buddy. Hi, how's everybody doing tonight? Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, dude? What's up, y'all? <laughs> y'all, Kaya? I've been down south too long. I'm saying y'all. Well, you got to be wore out, man. Everybody, you've been fishing for three weeks straight. You're going, going nuts. You had a really good tournament on the last one, though. That's got to feel good to wrap it up with a bang. 
Yes, it was a good event for me. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was it was an event where I knew I had some fish that were you know potential cut fish, and uh, you know, and actually I think I had the fish on the third day to make the cut. But you know, a top twenty is a good finish for me, especially after having two not so good tournaments. It was good to turn it around. You know, the key now for me is I've got um, a couple more weeks on the road here is to keep that momentum going. And, um, you know, that's going to be important for me to go into the next one, which is Toledo Bend. It's a week away and to have another good tournament there, you know, meaning another top 20 finish uh, in Toledo Bend. So um this is this next one's a big tournament for me i gotta gotta escape toledo Bend with a good finish well you know i was a little pissed off at the bass tracks you may have heard about it uh they had you at like 17 pounds today yeah up up in the top five (laughs) i'm like jumping around i'm like man he's busting a move going in making the top five in this deal so i was a little bummed about that yeah that's the tough thing about you know when we get marshall's uh that come out for these events and the marshals are the ones that uh take care of bash track right so you know you have about three things going on there one is you have a lot of marshals that aren't tech savvy kind of like dave brodzik uh (laughs) you know they they still have uh uh, you know a dial-up a rotary phone at their house so they don't know what the hell they're doing uh yeah the second group is the groups that just you know they're um they don't know the correct way to enter the data and that's what i think would happen with my guy so he actually tallied every fish i caught so if i could have kept every keeper i think i would have had about 16 or 17 pounds (laughs) well maybe he does mlf too mike give guy a break (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he might. Uh, and then, uh, and then the last group is uh, are the groups uh, that that lose their phone. And that happened today to Luke Clawson's marshal. Uh, if you were watching live today, you noticed that like Luke Clawson had no weight, you know, the whole day. His marshal actually dumped his phone in the drink. So you know, a lot of stuff can happen with those bass track. It's never one hundred percent accurate, you know. So. Um, but it it was a good tournament for me. I'm I'm happy with this one. I can't say that about the last two. <laughs> yeah, the, the IM board last week was was dying to know where were you, man? Why didn't you come on? Uh, you know, well, I, I give you a you know. So let let let's start. Let's go one back before we get to Winya Bay. And you know, last week on Bull Shoals uh, and uh, North Norfolk, you know. Quite honestly, I caught what I thought I would catch, and I executed well. I fished well, and you know the finish there in the 60s didn't hurt as bad because I maximized what I had. But the week before that, which was the last time we were live, I'm I, you know it's shit. It's almost a month later, and I got to be honest with you, I'm still very, I'm still pretty pissed off about it um, because it was just a really bad decision on day two in that tournament. Um, to not make a run, you know, to not run to uh, Cooper River, which is where I practiced a whole two days out of three-day practice. I practiced at Cooper River, and for whatever reason, you know, I didn't go. Uh, you, you know, it's it's tough to look back on why you make those decisions. Um, and I thought I was playing it safe, making a good decision, staying the second day and catching another eight or ten pounds. And then I would go to the Cooper River on the third day. In hindsight, it was a really, really shitty decision. And, you know, that's the funny thing about this sport. You think sometimes, you know, the older you get, 
the more you're in a sport, the wiser you'll get. And that's that's you know that's not true. Sometimes the older you're in the sport, you know, the more fucked up decisions you make. And that was a bad decision by me, and I, I'm still mad about it because I had places in the Cooper River that I felt like I could have done really well. Maybe not win, but had a top ten finish. And I just gave it away, and and I hate that I did that. But it's in the past. And and I can't I can't do anything about it. That's what's done is done. I got to go on. Well, you're moving on nicely. Where where are you at in the standings right now? Do you know? Uh, I I actually had I had a great climb uh, this week, and I climbed from the 50s back into the 30s. Nice. Well, that, not good. Thank you. Yeah, that was incredible for me. And you know, again, you know. The goal is still, you know, I want to get to the end of the year. I want to get to the AOY championship, which is at Lake Malax, and not be on the bubble. I want to get there and have to catch one freaking fish to be in the classic. That's my goal, you know. And, uh, you know, again, getting through Toledo is important. Because, Pete, you know, once we get through Toledo, we start to shift to our part of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh our seasonal patterns, it's going to become a little easier for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to feel more at home. So I got to get through Toledo. I got to escape Toledo with a top 20, top 30, and I'm going to be really good shape for the rest of the year. Well, you know, you say escape Toledo. You, you've, you've done well in Toledo, you know. I've, I've had some great tournaments in Toledo. Toledo, man, we've got some great history in Toledo. In fact, I can remember uh, Pete and I roomed <laughs> together. We rented a trailer from a lady, uh, and her husband would, would worked out on the oil fields on the uh, out, out on the oil oil stands out there, and he'd work two weeks on and two weeks off. We rented a house from this lady, and I think she tried to bed Pete down every night we were there. <laughs> Coxman, she had, yeah. she That's had back in the day when Pete was a true coxman. You know? <laughs> she had some hot tamales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> that was I I when we stayed there that one remember I don't know if you remember this I um I actually caught the largest bass I've ever caught that week and uh, I brought it back because I didn't have a scale and we weighed it in on the bulkhead and uh, you put it on your scale and it it I was trying to break ten pounds I hadn't done it and it and by the time your scale finally ended it was. 10.01 pounds. And wow. it's my first double digit bass right there. Wow. How about at that it? trailer on Toledo Bend. You know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll always remember that. Is that That's lady all, you think I, that lady's still alive? Oh. <laughs> I'm sure she exchanges Christmas cards with Pete still. You know how he is. <laughs> she was uh, a lovely woman. I, yeah, lovely woman. I'll tell you another quick story real quick about that same we actually stayed there, I want to say twice, Pete. I think we stayed there mm-hmm. twice. And one of the times we stayed with that lady, we actually towed with us, or we met there, two co-anglers. This is back in the day when they still had co-anglers in, in, at this level of event. And we had two guys from Jersey, typical, <laughs> typical Jersey guys. And these guys were good co-anglers. They were guys that could catch them out of the back of the boat. But let me tell you, they were drug infested they were oh totally drugged they were drug infested and i don't even i don't even know that i really realized it was happening until it was happening but pete you tell the story these guys would stay up we'd go to bed at nine o'clock they'd stay up till one two in the morning smoking joints 
uh, popping Percocets. I mean, I, I don't know what the heck they were doing. Dude. And, some, and somehow they still did well in the tournament. That was the most amazing thing I ever seen. Cause, like, it, we were so young in our careers at that time. That was like nine, late 90s. Were they from early, Mount Ephraim? Early 2000. <laughs> Sounds like guys. Ephraim guys. But they're just Jer- they're Jersey guys. Just, kind they were of- from Jersey. From you Egg, take it with you. They were from Egg Harbor. Yeah. Not, not to Egg say Harbor. any names, but they were from Egg Harbor. Right. So they said so they they you know they hooked up with us. Mount Me and Egg Mike Harbor. were rookies, kind of, and uh, you know anyway. So they you know we wanted them to be there because split expenses and all that kind Make of stuff. Your trip cheaper. Yeah. So we're we're there, and you know me and Mike might have had a beer because we're focused. Uh, getting practicing hard every day. We we want to try to win this tournament, and these guys are having beers and beers and beers, which is not at abnormal. And then me and Mike crash out, and you know for whatever reason I had to get up like an hour or two hours after I crashed. To pee. Uh, you know, but I wouldn't go. I had to go into the kitchen or something, and uh and and I go out there, and the beers have now turned into a half gallon of Jack Daniels sitting on the deal, and the whole living room's polluted with pot, you know, because these, <laughs> these guys were smoking, and and they went all night. They went all night. So they're. You know, I'm like, I get back in the room, I think I disturb Mike, I'm like, dude, there's no way these guys are going to be able to fish with us tomorrow, you know? <laughs> it's it's going to be physically impossible for them to do it. So, you know, me and Mike, the alarm goes off, we get up, get at, you know, get our breakfast, whatever, we're getting ready to go, and to my surprise, both these guys get up, like as if they went to bed at 9 o'clock, you know? And they're, but they're they're clearly washed out. And uh, so, so what they do is they're they're so hungover, they're so ridiculously trashed from the night before. But they got the, they got a great plan. They're gonna take Percocets, oh. and uh, they start <laughs> they start popping Percocets to, to offset their hangover and get through the day. Oh Does that work? God. Well, I, I don't know. I don't have the experience to be able to tell you, but oh I will God. tell you this: the one of the dudes that that traveled with me and Mike. I promise you, he checked in every single tournament that he, he fished did. with us. Every single one. He was a master at, at co-angling, at being in the back of the boat. He had yeah. it dialed. So um, we, don't rec- you know. we don't recommend Percocet. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> don't recommend any of that. Yeah. But let, let me jump in real quick and, and tell you that uh, I'm going to give you some good news, which is um, the good news is this is the last – time that I've got to do a remote show with you guys. I'll be back in the studio with you for the next show. Outstanding. Fantastic, man. I miss you guys, man. (laughs) Same here, buddy. We miss you, Mike. (laughs) We we miss you too, man. We've we've had to figure this out without you, man. Brian Brian keeps hollering at me that I'm doing it wrong. He's angry tonight, Mike. (laughs) Don't listen to Brian. Uh, (laughs) The IM board's not up and I'm, I'm outside my head right now angry about it yeah. so. well stuff happens it's out of our control but let me tell you i've actually uh i've watched both shows i've watched uh the show with carl uh that that last show was great and i've watched this one up to this point you guys are doing a tremendous job so good job good job guys well, awesome show mike Thank so you, you were following along and thanks for that but you were following along so you know the keith cowan situation we have right yes so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for a ruling from you, brought to you brought to you exclusively by Liquid Mayhem. 
<laughs> the best scent on the market. Best scent there is. For its price point, outstanding. Price point. <laughs> it cools you off on a hot summer day. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, do you think Keith got his degree based off the evidence provided from the Bass University or the College of Bass? Bass College. No, I try not to get sued. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try not to wear a Bass College Yeah, I'll try not to wear Bass College shit next show. So do you think he got it from the Bass U or the, uh, or the U, U Bass? Well, that's, that's, you know, that's that question. Uh, it's got two right answers, you know. Um, no, don't. If his degree is actually a certified college degree, like something you'd get from Rowan or Rutgers, he got it at the Bass University. But it could be a degree like you'd get from the College of Martial Arts in Blackwood, New Jersey. You know, if he has yellow belt, shit, it's the other one. <laughs> that yellow belt, man, they're bad dudes. No, they ain't. <laughs> they stomp you, man, with their toe. You fucked this, Mike. We were 2-1 to one on him, and now it's 2-2. Two, two, and you were supposed to give us the definitive <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. win. Hit it, hit it, hit it. He's cracking up. <laughs> I don't think he registered an answer there. Hey, at the neutral, you, got, you know what I mean? We got the home field. We at least got to give him benefit of the doubt and say Mike said he's got neither. <laughs> Mike, give an answer. Are you sticking five-pounders the day, the day before an event? I'm not sticking five-pounders the day before. How about stick? I'm definitely not. I, I am actually, uh, I'm like... The day before, I'm actually always worried about. I don't. I don't want to catch any of them the day before. Now, you know, in, in a three-day practice, typical elite events, a three-day practice. On Monday, I want to see some. On Tuesday, I want to see a little less. On Wednesday, at that point, hopefully, I'm dialed in. I don't want to see any. I just want to get some more bites. In a lot of events, I fish. Delaware River is a great example, dude. I never wanted to see one from the giddy. A bite there is a good thing, right? So I, I, I ain't in the sticking, man. It, do, it doesn't help you to win practice, you know? Well, that being said, in, you know, in this room, who has more first, second, and third place finish down on the upper Chesapeake? Keith Cowan or so, anybody else in this room? Womp womp. I give Keith all the credit in the world. Thanks, Keith, thanks Keith, for doing that, uh, Pete. Keith's I, got a few W's, boys. Maybe Keith, you ought to lay off. No, Keith, Keith, Keith can, can fish his ass off. That's not what it's about. He can always be better. And and, and I don't think he practices that great. I, I got your back, Keith. You're all right. You just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Pete, oh. Let me fix your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me let me change topics real quick. I don't, I don't have any script or anything in front of me, but I want to tell you, I, you guys hit on it earlier. Um, you know, it's been pretty amazing that we've had almost all the winners on to this point mm -hmm. of the elite events. Uh, and maybe Takahiro tonight. If not tonight, I'm sure we'll have him on the next show. And I got to tell you. I, I always want to win myself, but when I don't, I look at the guys that win. We have had three really good freaking dudes win this year. Yeah. That makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't. I don't. I'm not going to call out the dudes that I don't want to win, see win. But, uh, <laughs> but we've had three guys. Four. Who's four? Oh, classic. Takahiro. Grant. Four. I'm sorry. Four. That have been all really good guys, really good dudes, like good guys. I love them. I think they're awesome, and it makes me really happy. 
Yeah, that's been great. Now, hopefully we get talk. He may be knocking on your door any minute. He's on his way back from dinner. And uh, if he can make it, he's going to come right over there. And, that's awesome. Uh, how about that win today, though, man? Dude, that was great television. It was amazing what he did out there on Wheeler. It's crazy. I, I watched it live. I was actually I woke up early and did tackle all day, preparing for Toledo Bend, readjusting some tackle, and I, I had it on an iPad just watching it. It was pretty amazing. Uh, I you know, and I hope I hope Takahiro gets here tonight. If not, um, we'll ask him during the next show. But I got to tell you, the one thing that struck me, and, and and Pete, if you watched it, back me up on this. How calm. See, I've never seen T.O. more calm and focused. It's like he wasn't even fishing a tournament today. Yeah, I saw that. It's like he was just out fishing. Uh, It it, it was amazing. And I I don't know. I've seen other T.O. wins, and I've seen other times T.O. has been in the hunt. And he's always looked a bit nervous to me and uptight. Today he looked very relaxed and natural. And uh, I don't know what that was all about, but – you almost knew he was going to win yeah. before he made a first cast. I could see it. You, know? you see how relaxed he was when he had that fish on, uh, that, 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 I don't know, six-pounder six when he pulled the uh, trolling motor out? Yep. Oh, out yeah. of the water at one yeah, hand. He just, he just pulled it up, walked around the boat yeah. like, it was, like it was nothing. You yeah. Know? He's a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the other thing is he hit the perfect storm for what a tournament angler wants. And, you know, Pete, we talk about this all the time. And he he was catching them on the come, right? Mm-hmm. He was catching fish that were coming to him. That's that's the perfect scenario. You know, if you practice for three days and you find a pattern that's gone away, it happened to me last year at Gunnersville. Dude, that's the worst case scenario in a four-day tournament. But practicing and finding them on the last day of practice and you get a couple bites. They're not really there yet, but you get a couple bites and you feel like they're coming. That's what happened to Tio, and that's the best case scenario. And we got to see it unfold this week where he went from, you know, 10 pounds to 20 to 22 to 25. Pretty amazing. When when they're coming to you, what can happen? Well, you know, and, and Brian and I were talking about who was going to win this morning. And, uh, and, and Lefebvre did a masterful job fishing a dying pattern. You know what I mean? I mean, that to me, I couldn't believe he... He was doing that well there, but they were still coming into that area. I was amazed that that held up as long as it did, and uh, I felt like To's fish were on the come. They were getting stronger, but uh, it was unique. That's what we were dealing with, right? One pattern kind of going away, yeah. one strengthening. You called it, Pete. Yeah, because I, th- I thought I thought Lefevre had it coming his way, but I, yeah, you were right. Yep. But yeah. that it was a neat tournament. And real quick, the other thing on the tournament today, and I heard you guys mention it earlier. Um, you know, I heard Pete, you mentioned wondering why, um, a lot of guys were fishing shallow and catching spawning or pre-spawn fish shallow. And it's very unique to this lake in particular, but a lot of lakes in Alabama. And I heard this, um, from several guys that are Alabama guys. I heard it from Gerald Swindle. I heard it from Steve Kennedy and I heard it from Matt Heron. Matt Heron was actually camping directly across from us, and he's fished this lake literally since he was a kid, like Gerald has. And it's very unique to this lake that the fish will not spawn until the water gets up into the bushes. And they wait. And Matt Heron's told me that over the years he saw this lake come up as late as May one time, it didn't come up until early June, wow. and there was no spawn here in Alabama. And it's like these fish 
are bred, you know, since, you know, from mm. when they're this big. Interesting. They know that they have to wait till that water gets in the bushes to have that mass spawn. And, you know, Matt was saying it's a very instinctual thing, like trout return to where they spawned. Um, Matt feels like the fish on this particular lake, it's the same thing. They spawn year after year in the same bushes, in the same coves and flats, and they wait until that water comes up to do that. So that's a little bit of what you saw here. If you looked at the water temperature in a time of the year, you'd think, shit, they all got to be done. But they were waiting for the water to get up in the bushes. That's just because they haven't figured out in that lake yet. They got to move the bushes to them, like Lefebvre did today. They just move the bushes a little deeper. That was interesting. <laughs> then they'll spawn when you want them to. You got to move the bushes, and you got to start a failed website called uh, Pro Web. Oh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> What's, what is the Mike? Did you hear about that though? With with Dave, very cleverly and legally moving the structure on the egress points and the ingress points. Yeah, I did hear that. I thought I thought it was interesting. I, 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 I didn't think there's any way in hell that fish are going to relocate that quick. You know, um, sounds like they did though, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought it was. I think they remarked that he was catching them off of those. I watched him. I watched him catch that big one today on a big on a big you know big blackhead that's, that's sitting out there. But I don't know if he moved that one or not. You know. Yeah, that's no, right. interesting. I, I, yeah, like okay. like Mike says, I would have thought it would have had to been there for a while. Yeah, I I, I'm, I believe it needs to settle in a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe if the pieces were out there and they were already established. I don't know. It's hard to say. That's an interesting strategy. I know one that a lot of guys are using. A lot of guys use it here on the Chesapeake when you guys were here. People were pulling that stuff out. I know uh, Prosnick was talking about that a little bit, and, and uh, that's a strategy. Yeah, and, and our very own, speaking of our in-studio guys, our very own Dave Brodzik and Brian the Carpenter, Use this technique brilliantly <laughs> at Cooper River. <laughs> what you guys do? What do you do? Oh, man. Good job, Mike. No, so, go ahead. No, this is a good one. No, this is a good one. Go so ahead. Brian and I, we're going to fish the, uh, the top rod Cooper Open that happens every year on Cooper River. And we went and accumulated probably 1,500 pounds of heavy wood and brick. And we were going to make our own offshore structure. We did. We had brick. <laughs> I, if I may. Go ahead. I was in charge of the stone. You were in charge of the rope. Yeah. And we were going to grab wood off the banks. Yeah. You bought twine. <laughs> that like little every- skinny-ass brown hairy twine. Yeah. Oh yeah, so God. it didn't have a chance. So dude. we and and we mar- we put it in front of like trees, so we knew. But no, remember a massive, a massive rainstorm had, we had come a flood. in. We had a flood, and it was one of those ones that just blew the whole place out. Yeah, and all of our cover. We spent the first three hours running our cover that we spent me, an entire day planning, and none of it was there. None of it was there. Let, let me the let me try to help. That. I don't mean to interrupt the story here, Mike. What what uh, campsite are you? Forty seven. Uh, we are at site forty seven. He's got Taco on the See, phone, I got Mike. Ta- I, I got Taco on the phone, and he's trying to find it. You're in uh, Campsite 47, right? Campsite four, uh, 47. My truck and boat is right out front. We have the <laughs> exterior lights on for him if, he, if he's here. Yeah. Uh, Becky's let, pouring sake. Or he's going to do a dive roll through that open window behind you. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope he does it. Uh, now, you know, it's, it's the kiss of death. Whenever you go and prepare and put time in, plant and brush it seems like it never works no i can tell you it's the same (laughs) exact thing and listen to me on this i'm going to save a lot of you tournament guys 
uh, thousands of dollars worth of product and a lot of heartache. It's the kiss of death if you overnight a tackle warehouse order because you think that that bait's going to work. Dude. Do not do that. that shit never works. Dude, I did it up on Champlain with swim jigs. I think it was like 120 bucks to get $40 worth of swim jigs up to me, dude, and a single fish was oh, caught on them. It's the quickest way to kill a bite you could imagine. Oh, my do God. Do not do it. Good advice. Good advice. Why? What but, did you do that with, but, Mike, but just your recently? Stuff, but your stuff does show up on time. Yeah, it shows work. up on time. UPS. Every tournament. Every tournament. <laughs> I do it every tournament. I always end up catching them on something else. Hey, Mike, Randy Tharp wants to know if he could get some contract advice from you. Did you follow that earlier? I did follow that. I was <laughs> the whole time. How do you pull that off, yo? Hey, you know, you got to have you got to have techniques, man. I, hey, you know, you know hey. I, we're starting an agency. If he wants to hire us, then I'll give him some of that. All right. Advice. Yeah, that, that stuff's Would not you, free. You got a flat tire. Which excuse we go with? <laughs> Oil change. Ah, oh, the flat. Yeah, the flat tire. Flat tire. Yeah. Yeah. Little jersey. A greasy little hands. Bing, got greasy hands. What do we got, Peter? We got Tuck? Tuck is on his way. He says he found you, so should be knocking on the door here shortly. Okay. I'm going to reset up so I can make a spot here for T.O. next to the couch. What's Mike's bed? I sent him a message said Becky's pouring sake, so. <laughs> here he comes. I hear someone at the front door. This <laughs> oh, could be a good sign. I knew it. Five pounder. Everybody watching tonight, we've got a very, very special guest that has just walked in the studio. This is our camper studio, and I haven't even got a chance yet to say congratulations to him. I want to do it now. Sure. Good job, Tio. You're live on Ike Live. Yeah. Say hi to everybody. I knew it. Hey. Yeah. We, we knew it. We knew it. Now, where were you? You have a celebration dinner? Well, a little bit. I have my... Uh, Younger brother grew all the way from Japan. Uh huh. Wow. So uh, we had uh, little Asian food. Good. In the town. Good. Now, now we were just talking because we didn't know if you were going to make it on tonight. And no. and the first thing I want to ask you, I know these guys have a ton of questions for you, but dude, I've seen you, I've watched you win tournaments before, or yeah. come close to winning. You looked more relaxed today because I watched the whole thing live. Dude, you looked very relaxed. I've never seen you that you you, you didn't even no. look, were you were you relaxed or you you were just hiding it well? No, I was just a normal. Just you. normal. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't see you. you just looked just like a normal fishing day. Like it looked like you were fun fishing. Like you All didn't right. even. No, I was excited. You were excited, okay. Yeah, it is, it is. But I was doing my things, and uh, yeah. I just not going crazy like you did. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, so honest. Oh, wow. Well, it's okay to go crazy now. That's so awesome. That's awesome. No, I want it is okay to go crazy now. Yeah. Has it sunk in that you won? Uh. Just a little bit, maybe. Yeah. But it's such a so long time, you know, like more than ten years. I'm gonna win it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, feels it, good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It, it's when I. Thank you. Before I won the Delaware last year, it, had, it or two years ago, it was a long time before I won one. So it it feels good when you win again. You know. Now I know uh, before you got here tonight, Tio, we had a lot of our uh, listeners and callers. Um, wanted to know more 
about that swim bait. And I know about it because yeah. I talk to Steve a lot. Sure. But do you want to talk a little bit about that swim bait and how, sure. how special it is? Well, uh, that's uh, Bass Pro Shops, uh, XPS swim bait. Uh, they discontinued like uh, more than 10 years ago, I yeah. think. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah. Me and Fred Lobanis uh, bought it like, uh, they were like $1.99. At the, everything was for sale. Like Clear a, and two, 250 weights <laughs> all in the wall. Wow. In, you know, the cargo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got about 100. He got like 150. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So everybody watching, if you want those swim baits, you know where to get them. <laughs> T.O. Freddy Boom Boom have mass <laughs> supply of them. So you got to track them down. I, I, I got 100 bucks. How many can I get? <laughs> he wants to buy them for 100 bucks. <laughs> That's not for sale right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we had to hear. Now, now uh, what was the top order? That's the other question we kept having because, you know, a lot of us, like, even me when I was watching it, mm-hmm. I could tell that it was a big walking plug. But what, is, what kind of top order was actually, it? Actually, it's a super spook. Super spook. Okay. It's Classic bait. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Classic bait. That's you, awesome. you know what I noticed when you were working at T.O.? Two things that, that struck me is, number one, you were using braid. You could hear it. And number mm-hmm. two, you were burning that sucker. Was, was that key? You mean, I mean, moving fast? Yeah, moving it very, very fast, very rapid. Uh, well, I saw that's uh, the normal way to fish it for that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Uh, seems like you're taking a shot at me about asking that question. Floats there on top of water. Well, you you worked. I, I just you know you walk the dog fast, work it slow. You were really working it very very fast, and uh, in in the scheme of things, obviously that was key. Uh, but uh, I was surprised to see that. And you like you to, you like to use braid when you're doing it. Uh, a lot of people have converted to braided line for topwater fishing. Uh, I guess you have too. Yeah, I do. I, I make a super super long cast. I, mean, I want to have a good hook set, and uh, the braid is the only line I use. I noticed I that about the long casts. You were coming off your feet to make those casts. I mean, you were really lobbing that swim bait and that spook as far as you possibly could. Uh, I get because of the shallow water, I guess. Well, uh, the farthest you can cast is better to less fishing to the. I mean, to the fish, the pressure. I mean, you don't want to see the boats and the stuff. Plus, uh, you know, I mean, just uh, in a way, water is a little cleaner, so uh, it just uh, that's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, uh, you know, the other thing that amazed me about about your win this week was I pretty much uh, wrote the Decatur Flats off, you know. Like, I practiced mm-hmm. on the Decatur Flats the second day for about two hours. Mm-hmm. And I went out there and idled around, and I fished some shell beds that I knew about that were deeper, mm-hmm. and I didn't see any grass. And I remember, and Pete, you'll appreciate this because you've, you've fished here before, I came off pad, and it was calm that day, the second day of practice. And I looked out in the Cater Flats, and I didn't see another boat out there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, normally on the Cater Flats, that's like the Arkendale Flats on the Potomac. You can see boats, hundreds of boats for miles. Everybody's I didn't there. See, yeah. I didn't see a single boat on the Cater Flats, and wow. I was so freaked out. I just kind of wrote it off. Why didn't you write the flat? Why did, why did it, st- was it still a player in your mind? Well, to me, uh, 
Well, actually, I started Monday morning just, uh, you know, across the boat ramp. Then yeah. my, my, like, fifth cast, I had a five pound on it. Wow. Then I, I went to another share bed to check the, the spot I know. Then uh, I had a couple more bites, but it was not big. I shook off, but I came back about 1130. I shook off six pounder, the, the four pounder with it. But uh, you never know, you know. I mean, right. like I said, no boats, no grass, or just yeah. nothing out there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I second day to Saturday day to practice, I, I, I went to the all over the places, but uh, still I don't get any big bite. Yeah. Know? So I said, I'm going to start it first thing in the morning and the first day the tournament. Yeah. But uh, uh, I spent two hours, you know, a couple of shadow beds, nothing. There's no bite, so it was it was a little hit and a miss. Usually those share bed, if you find one, you catch about twenty two pounder. Yeah, for some reason this yeah. time I only get two or three bites, but those like a four to six pounder. They're all giants. Yeah, yeah. That's why a lot of people missed it. Yeah, you know, because timing and not very many bites. Right. But that, that was the right fish to win the tournament. That's amazing. Now, yeah. did you, the first day, mm-hmm. you only had 10, 10, 7. 10, 7. Yeah. Did you catch all your fish on shell beds or did you no, have a backup no, no. pattern? I had my prime up to the first and second creek. Okay. Then uh, fish lay down and stuff in the bank. Gotcha. That's how I got like five, two pounder. Yeah. I came back out here like an hour and a half. Then still check those shell beds. Yeah. Nothing. Now I get one bite. Still nothing. So it, it was like, I don't know what it is, sunshine or current or just yeah. timing or whatever it was. So it was like, I, I was pretty upset, you know. Yeah, well, that, that that's that's actually the next question I have. And I, I'm going to listen hard on this one because I'm guilty of this, which is you're sitting in the 70s after the first second. day, right? Yeah. You And you get asked yeah. Becky. Becky's sitting over here. Dude, when I'm, in the, when I'm in the 70s, <laughs> after the first day dude i come back and i want to i want to break everything in this camper i'm pissed off i feel like i'm like i'm a pessimist is that the right word yeah. i'm like thinking of the negative but you didn't do that you came back the next day and you caught him what 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 was your mindset were you pissed off or were you were you said what were you what were you thinking about how did you adjust that uh i don't take too much too excited not too going down yeah try to keep it staying normal and my mentality just try to stay uh i need to be more like i need to be more like tia i don't know how to do that yeah, like a normal keeper <laughs> <laughs> like staying calm all the time well didn't didn't tio did, didn't you go to didn't you go to like a school for this don't you have like a, a mental coach that helps you find yeah. that even balance I went to IMG Academy in Florida, uh, like athlete training places, uh, like athlete training places, had a mental coach and stuff. But basically, they told me the stuff I have been doing naturally, you know, right. like uh, not too excited, not to get down, just staying calm, wow. doing your things. So, uh, stay in the calm. It showed today. I need. Mine doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, it. here's the moral of the story. I either need to go to that coach or I need to find our old co anglers, Pete, and get some Percocets from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, T.O., stop. T.O., stop hoarding that guy's name. What's that coach's name, man? Uh, IMG, the, the Trevor. He's from England. 
he coaches all the tennis player like Maria Chapo, like Tommy Haas. They have a bunch of like uh, football players. Hey, did you did you get did you get this? At least try to like today on the water. You said I was I was like like. Like yeah, a, you you looked very you look like you were fun fishing. You know, like there's a yeah. difference. Like I watched a couple of the other guys like Lefevre look kinda like tense and stressed out. Yeah. But you just look natural, just like you were having fun, you know? Well since I'm not winning so long, you know, <laughs> like, you know, plus four pounds behind, you know. Yeah. I had catch like a twenty four and he's still gonna catch maybe twenty. Yeah. You know, so the chances are I might fishing for the second place. But uh no matter what, do you just you know, try to do like maximize my opportunity it means I I don't want any mistake. You know, yeah. to be you know to think like I'm too down to not uh, be able to catch big stringer, or if I'm too overexcited, then maybe I break my line or some you know go yeah. wrong. Yeah. Hey well, hey Tio Tio, during any of those coaching sessions, did you get to see any of that Marina Sharapova? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I made, uh, you saw that? I have a sweet rocket with his sign up for me. Sh- uh. Yoga pants? <laughs> yeah, yoga pants. <laughs> I got I got half tennis racket, like a three of them. But, uh, she used to be a prince, you know. Anyway, uh, that company, before, uh, they got me, uh, like, uh, from she's tournament tennis racket, not got nothing on it. Had she a sign up for me? Just smelled wow. it. Just, yeah, it, had a three of those. She That's gave you a awesome. tennis racket. You smelled a handle or any anything like that? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's easy to be. It's a little bit easier to relax when you're catching. In the first hour, you got three fish that weigh almost 13 pounds, and then you catch a six and a half pounder. It's really. It's an. Okay. It's an interesting mental deal between what talk was doing what lefebvre was doing because dave was getting his bites in the afternoon so he had to hang in there mentally with 10 yeah. pounds and 12 pounds and and talk was getting his early well dave was happy when he caught one early today because right. it was earlier than he had caught them in prior days and he yeah. felt like he was at a good start he's like two hours ahead of schedules when yeah. he said so it's a lot easier for you talk because so of course you won that was simple <laughs> oh, it was not easy for me actually because my last fish was around noon. Then, like three hours, I got no bite. I saw that. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I lost two four pounder. The last two fish I was, I had a two four pounder. I had a three pounder, so I could gain one pound. So I was thinking, if I got twenty five, you know, he he needed twenty one. But uh, I I was like. Uh, my fish yesterday was postponed day before too, like half the fish postponed. I was like, uh, like overestimated. I was, I thought I had a 25 yesterday, had a 22. So today I was being super careful about it. So I thought I had a 24, but if I gain one more pound, you know, he have to catch 21. So I, I had a two four pound that I lost last two fish. I was thinking about like last three hours. That yeah. fished hard until the last minute. Yeah. You could have been like Cliff Pace and estimated that you had 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's trying to like throw the crowd off. Yeah. Cliff Pace, when he was at the oh. Classic, when he won the Classic at mm-hmm. Grand, you know, 
Yeah. And his estimate on Bass Track, he said, oh, I got like eight pounds, and he had like 20. You don't remember that? <laughs> Sandbagging. Well, yeah, I, got, sand- I, I got a question for Top. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this was uh, – you were sending a very, very important message for the, the victims of the earthquake in Japan uh, and dedicated, in essence, this win to them. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit and what, what that means to you? Sure. Uh, I brought my Japanese flag today uh, in a boat all day, and uh, they had a big earthquake happen in Japan two weeks ago. They killed a bunch of people, and still uh, a lot of people had no no house and no home to go back to it. And uh, I was born in Tokyo, Japan, and, uh, you know, I really enjoy fishing in the United States. I have a great life here, but uh, still, you know, I'm still a Japanese citizen, and... uh, I was in Japan last year, two months, December and January. Then spent a lot of time with my my mom, my brother, my sister, and uh, and uh, you know my thoughts is over there. You know I'm like now like I'm like half Japanese, half American, but uh, still you know I I'm I'm originally from Japan, so uh, that's why I feel so sad about it. That's why I brought my Japanese flag today, and uh, you know. They are warm, like uh, like Mike always said, never give up. You know, have a seventy second first day. Then you know, you never think you can win a tournament after the first day. It's impossible. It's you almost know? impossible. And I still got four pounds behind yesterday. Then you know, I I I could have won it. So uh, it's kind of like a message. You know, like I'm. Like I always says, I can never give up. So I feel like people in Japan have a struggling right now for the earthquake, you know. Yeah. So those people, I hope, you know, keep fighting, and never yeah. give up. So good stuff gonna come. In. Yeah. Hey, don't sh- don't shortchange yourself, talk. You have your own three-word magic that you should have coined a while back, and that was I knew it. Come on, dude. That was your gold, and you missed that opportunity to make shirts and stuff. I can't do it now because it was like 12 years ago. But he said it. To, he said it all week, when dude. He, when I knew it. England. That's badass. I still say I knew it when I do when yeah. I get shit right all the time. <laughs> yeah, there's like a hundred thousand anglers in the United States saying that that they have been saying that since you won the classic. Dude, I, I think I said that yesterday or maybe today once or so. Yeah. Well, well, start saying it more and win some more, and then you can make a, make a shirt off of it and make up for that mistake you missed 12 years ago. Yeah. Well, I think that was a great thing that you did to, <laughs> to get that message out to those yeah, folks. Yeah, that's awesome. And, that uh, awesome. and I, I, have one, I have another question for you. This was supposed to be the trivia question for tonight, but because we, uh, we don't have an IM board working tonight, I'm going to ask it to you guys directly. I want you guys – this is a very difficult trivia question, especially for you two. I want you to name <laughs> why what I talk about every time. Well, I'll tell you, you'll you'll realize when I ask the question. And I want you to name two elite anglers that have won on the amateur side of Bassmaster tournaments. I know two. I know. You mean as co-anglers? <laughs> as as amateurs or co-anglers? Yep. Well, that's goddamn yeah. easy. Well, I know. Who? Yeah, what's the I answer? Do. I this did. guy and this guy. They're both on yes. the screen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good question. Yep. What, which one did you win, Yeah. Uh, the North Carolina Top 100. Wow. Uh, yeah, New New Bond, you know, uh, Newson Trent River. Newson Trent River. Yeah. Yep. And see, I won in North Carolina too. 
1994, Lake Norman. Lake Norman. Top yeah. one, top 100. There yeah. you go. What yeah. year did you win, Talk? What year was that? I was uh, 98. You remember me and Pete? You, we qualified for the top 100 same time. That's from right. The invitation. That was 96 to 97. Right. I, me and you fished one year. My first year top 100. Just like first year in the Bassmaster Elite Series, I, I, I did bad. I, I fell out. So I have to re-qualify. So I, I keep fishing those open. Then I, I did two amateur side to see, you know, how those guys does. Yeah. You know, that's one of them I won. Tell the so, truth. You yeah. went and did it to make some money. You didn't want to see how how it was. You knew you were going to take our money from us amateurs. I gave that boat to the guy who helped me in Japan to start huh. with me. Oh, there you go. So, really? Yeah, I never got that boat. Yeah. Mike That's held on to his nice guy yeah, yeah, with his teeth. He, I, you I, fished out of Mike that. Mike sold for... that thing like 20 years later for like retail price. <laughs> yeah, to John McGraw. Yeah, his best friend. He gave it to him for what the thing cost new 20 years prior. <laughs> that was a great boat. That was a Ranger 374 with a Johnson 150 fast strike on the back. It was bulletproof, dude. Mm. Bulletproof. Yeah, Tuck gives his boat to the guy that mentored him. You sell your boat to your best friend for full value. <laughs> Whatever. <That's it. laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of money and winnings, what are you going to do? You, it's got a nice big paycheck. Do you have Do you have something you're thinking about? You going to uh, buy another go kart? Or, or yeah. uh, honestly, is there is there a go kart upgrade? Is there something going through your well, mind? I'm going to go to go kart go kart upgrade anyway. I was already decided. Oh, rats. Man. We lost your sound, Mike. I got nothing. We got nothing. So that's a done deal already. All right. You you guys got to repeat that. We lost audio during when Tox started answering that question. Okay. Start over. What are you going to do with that money? Well, uh, I don't decide yet. But, uh, you know, I really enjoy uh, just have fun. I'm exercising for the go-kart, but, and T- uh, I'm going to upgrade my go-kart. T.O., is there any truth to the rumor that says that you already ordered a Britney Spears real doll? What's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Takahiro is a huge Britney Spears fan, correct? Uh, maybe he used to be. No, not anymore? We got bad intel. Not not, not often like, we get... Let me, let me actually tell you, last time we were in Vegas, I'm Becky sorry. and I wanted to go see a Britney show, but we didn't... She wasn't playing that night, so... That's pissed. Yeah. So, so we were going to go see a show so, in Vegas. So are you guys bigger fans of the sweet Britney or the sexy Britney? Which this is just, which? This just got weird. I know. This just got real weird, Pete. Thank you. How about the bald Britney? Yeah. How about... <laughs> yeah. Train, yeah. Train wreck, wreck yeah. Movie? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know, she was all sweet with her first recordings, yeah. and then no, she was like ten, and, and then she got all over the uh, other side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we was, can't see them, yeah. but they see us. We hear Becky, but but the fans have not seen Miss Rebecca. Oh well, let's let's do. Oh, let's do. Uh, there she Becky. is. Very short, running away. What do you hey, wear? Becky. Hey, Beck, what are you wearing? What is that? Is that Walmart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty Under cool. Arm. Slow mo. Under Armour. Sound like Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah, like a washed over. 
<laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so so not only did T.O. Um, win the most money this week, but he burned the least amount of gas. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's, that's right. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, question. Another question. It's all been about conflicts tonight. The Boyd Duckett situation, uh, Randall Tharp situation. You had a minor Randy Howell situation oh, yeah. uh, pop up tonight, but you guys seem to handle that easily. Well, me and Randy fished the exact same one of the spot, one of you know spot, exact same spot five years ago when you know we fished. Yeah. So uh, he knew that spot, and he said he fished that spot back then, the FLW, one of those FLW. Anyway, uh, no, this this time was no fight. It's just friendly. I said, hey, you know, I was here second day. I had a big bag. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was no big deal. This time, the last time, I was trying to make a classic, and he was already in. So I was kind of like, man, why are you going to be here? You know, I got to yeah. make a classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my but, money's uh, on talk. My money's yeah. on talk. <laughs> you know. Did he let you in on that year where you were trying to make the classic? Or did, did no, he... no, I, I, I was there first. He coming in, then next day he was there earlier. Then I, you know, it's you just, were hopscotching each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, this time, you know, he said he only caught small fish, and I had a big one, then, you know, he came later, so I kind of, yeah. I thought I can't have it this time, you know. Yep. But that's just happened everywhere, but it's this time was no big deal. Gotcha. Yeah. You, yeah. guys, you guys handled it well, and I've always wanted to thank you, Talk, for this moment. Uh, Lake Martin in 1999, I was leading the tournament uh, going into the last day, and we bumped into each other in the back of a, a shallow water cove. And, um, you know, not that many people were in. The, I didn't see anybody that week. But I, on the last day, I get in there, and you were in there, too. And you asked me, you said, how you, how are you doing? And I said, man, I got about 12 pounds in the boat. And I asked you, I said, I didn't even ask you to leave. I said, if you would just let me just fish down this bank without getting in front of me, that'd be great. And uh, you said, Pete. I'm picking up. You picked up your trolling motor and you said, "I'll just leave the whole area to you," wow. and uh, just left the whole area for me on the last wow. day. I always appreciated. I wound up winning that tournament, and uh, I appreciated that sportsmanship you showed me that day. That's really that's nice. awesome. Being the Thank dean you. of the best, you pays off, man. You get to just throw weight around all over the place. Got talk pulling up. Randy Howe gets sent to a place. By a higher power, he, he don't he, didn't, he gets sent off, but you sent him off, man. Talk stood his ground, man. I, I'm not saying I guess Lanny Howard. You know, I respect him. We both uh, competitive. This is competition, so you know, this is just part of the game. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't have anybody. You know, I mean, I'm no disrespect for anybody. Or you know, I, I have a bunch of those guys. You know, try to do the same same to try to make living in these things. This is not. Uh, just fishing crab. This is a this is a competition, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So just uh, just part part of it. You All should right, you yeah. should write children's books, dude. You're, <laughs> you're awesome, man. I always root for you every time. All right, quick quick question for you guys. Uh, Boyd Duckett, Carl Jacobson, who was right? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want, you want to borrow my shirt? <laughs> you want to borrow my shirt? <laughs> You gotta watch out answering that. You gotta wear shit when you answer that the wrong way. 
I don't think either of them. Well, let me tell you this. I think uh, I think both of them were right. That's the problem. I think both of them were right. So you know, when when both guys are right, you know, there's it, there's a you know a problem there. You guys hit it earlier when you had Boyd on, which was communication. You know, I, I heard you mention on the show that they didn't talk, and that's that's the main problem. You know, you gotta you gotta either yell at each other and work it out or you got to be civil and work it out but if you don't say anything then there's a lot of hard feelings and that was the problem you yeah know? You, you you have to if you see somebody in your spot you have to tell him otherwise they think it's okay to do that right. then get worse next time right so talk how would you do that can you tell me if you saw me in your spot right now and we were competing against each other what would you say to me Hey, did you fish you yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> and I would have said, yeah, I did. Where were you? And then what would you say? What? I would have said, yeah, I did. And where were you? I don't see you yesterday. I was here all day. Well, I'm here today. What's up? <laughs> uh, I was here already. <laughs> well, good. Oh, no. I'm not good at it. Let's role play with me now. All right. Hold on. You're in my spot. What? What do you got? What do you got for me, Dave? Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I didn't see you here yesterday. Why are you here all of a sudden? You saw how well I did. Yo, you with the fat head. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, after I beat you here today, I ain't got to worry about seeing you tomorrow, Gene. You're going to come back out. Listen to me. I know where you're staying. I got sugar. It's going in your gas tank, bitch. <laughs> Have the spot, because it sucks anyway. You ain't catching them anyhow, so I don't even care. Whatever. Whatever. I got brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, did uh, Kofi? <laughs> I, I don't say nothing like that. <laughs> Talk so nice. Talk, we got to work on you. We got to work on your game there. The That's game. what you got to do. You got to have a new, a new class at the Bass U confrontation one on one. Right, Ooh. talk. You got the you got the peace, love, and even keel thing figured Good out. Good karma. You got you got to you got to work on the confrontation, hostility, and busting <laughs> balls part of it. That's that's Grow the part. Up in the Northeast. Yeah, we need that part of your game. <laughs> but but yeah. it, did you guys? Are you guys want to comment on uh, some of the other controversy that's that that's going on right now? To oh my god, I was so upset when you didn't turn your motor off. And I was so scared for you. I swear to God, I was having a heart attack thinking, no, no, we can't possibly get DQ'd. Be uh, careful, Tio. Pete's trying to alert the world to you leaving your engine on and shit. Be careful. Uh, In case anyone missed it. I was so worried. I, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, ne- I never done it like that. I, I, I turned off my uh, last unit for a standoff. standoff. I, I did touch screen. I saw that I stopped my Yamaha engine, you know. Yeah. So I just walk in the front. Yeah, I can hear the engine sound. I said, wait a minute. I can go back and my engine. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I've done it before, and this is a good plug for Yamaha. T- both T.O. and I are Yamaha guys. When that motor is running, especially if you've been fishing, professionally fishing for a long time and you got hearing loss anyway, dude, that thing's hard to hear. 
You know, it's not like you Mercury and Emru guys. It sounds like a freaking bomb going off in the back. <laughs> the Yamahas are quiet. They're very quiet. And you don't even know they're running sometimes. Actually, I did that at the boat lab. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time I did, did two. At the boat lab, I, I, I put my boat in a trailer. Wait a minute. Yeah, Wait a minute. Do not <laughs> say that your boat was in gear. You, no, you it say, was not in a gear. I, I put it, then bring it back to neutral. Then I, I ran into the front, hook my uh, winch. Then, uh, then I used my uh, switch in the front to trim up. I still couldn't hear the engine. Then, then I, I jumped in the back of the truck. It went to, to get in the door. Then I, I oh, it went like a 50 yards uh, to the boat lamp. The engine was running. Then the James Niggermeyer was behind me. He said, hey, T.O., your engine's running. I couldn't hear, you know. <laughs> and I started to jump off the truck, tried to get the tie down the back. I said, engine was running. So I jumped in in a boat, stopped my engine. That happened to me. Uh, that was second in the practice. I guess I was so tired. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that thing, so I could I could blew my engine right there. Well, you know, the thing about it is, like I talked about this earlier with the other guys, that rule was changed, like within the last year or two, maybe three. Yeah. Where if that happened to you, you would have been DQ'd. But because you're allowed to idle, because of you know mechanical difficulties, you're allowed to idle and fish now, which is yeah. a great rule change. But uh, my I God, did it's that a couple of years ago because yeah. a guy had the dead battery. They fishing with his engine running. Right. Right. Yeah, hey, you can charge your engine. Mike, yeah. to, to change to change it up, Mike, and I know this hits hard with you, and I know it's close to home with you. But what do you think about random polygraph tests and what happened uh, yesterday? Exactly. Yeah, what, with, what you're talking about with Luke Carlson, uh, you know, I, I believe in the random polygraph test, but you know, the you know the problem is you know the interpretation of the results of the polygraph, and then you know, you, you know what really happened, right? So. Like, based on what Luke said, and I'm quoting what he said on Bass Fan, you know, he was having dinner with a buddy, and his buddy was commenting on some photos that he saw on Bass Fan. You know, Luke wasn't asking for information. He wasn't soliciting information. It's a really gray area to me, you know? And, uh, and you know, you, you know when, when you've got somebody, wire, you, you know, you, you're wired up, you've got monitors on you, and, you know, they're asking you questions that you're not sure about, you know, like something like that's a gray area, you know. It makes you nervous. It makes well, you nervous, you, you know, and I, I could see him failing the test. Now, in saying that, you know, I don't think even if even if that's what happened and, you know, this guy was critiquing photos, I don't think he should be DQ'd for the, for the entire event. I think that's too harsh, yeah, to be agreed. honest with you. Agreed. You know, that's my opinion. Well, you, we actually heard it. Uh, I think Lefebvre, I, I thought I heard it when Lefebvre was fishing, but I'm not, I'm pretty sure. It was on Bassmaster Live where one of, a bank angler or somebody somebody on the bank was giving information, you know. They were, they were like, hey, you know, yesterday we caught this and that, and they were spewing it out. It was unsolicited. And, yeah. And that exact thing that he's being protested for, Luke, was done live on Bassmaster Live. Yeah. And uh, you know, I wonder what they're going to do. It's happened to all of us. I mean, sure. T.O. can tell you, Pete, you know, you know, people want to 
people want to be nice. Yeah, people well, look at your friends. Look at they any one of your Facebook yeah, posts. They, they want to. They want to be the best fan in the world. They, you know, they want to help you. They don't know they're hurting you. And a lot of times, before you can even tell them to stop, they've already blurted something out. You know, that's an uncontrollable. You can't do anything about that. And at the end of the day, you don't want to be a dick. You know, you don't want to be a dick to the guy. You know, you just got to say, look, man, I can't get any information, you know, and even that you kind of look like a dick, you know, so yeah, that's it's weird. A, it's a tough rule, a tough you know? Yeah. 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 Like I said, any one of your Facebook posts, people are blurting out information. Yeah. You know, but Facebook is public. Right. Public True. Knowledge. So is uh, the best blog. So is, sure. a, so is a restaurant. True. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting dilemma. Well, so, it's a lot so of controversy. It's the restroom at your favorite Wawa, Pete, where you have unsolicited <laughs> sex. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't. But there is there's a lot of it going on there. I mean, a lot of that. <laughs> unsolicited sex at Wawa. A lot of swapping at those public showers too. Well, in San I, Francisco. I, I suspect some of it may be solicited. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Mike, All what right. are you drinking tonight? And where's Tio's celebratory uh, beverage? Well, well, I'm drinking tonight. I'll give you a quick story about this. I'm drinking. I'm going to old school and drinking Corona. We've got an angler on tour, uh, Brandon Coulter, Mm -hmm. uh, sponsored by Corona. And uh, John Cruz uh, basically said to Brandon one morning, he said, Brandon, I don't want to break this to you, but uh, Ish, Ike, and I basically have paid for your sponsorship over the years because this is all we used to drink back in the day. <laughs> and he gave us all a free case of Corona yes. last week at Full Shoal. So thank you, Brandon. Uh, awesome. So we're drinking Corona. I thought and he was... Tio, Tio tonight's drinking either vodka or water. I can't figure out what it is. It's clear. Oh, just water. Water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not oh, buying it. Mike, yeah. I, Mike, I thought Brandon was a twisted tea guy. Uh, he was twisted tea. Now he's uh, now he's a Corona guy. Yeah, okay. it's the same. It's the same, same parent company. company. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. the same. Bro- Brandon, uh, his family is actually from here. Uh, Rich Coulter, his father, was a champion boat rep back in the day and uh, yeah. fished the Upper Chesapeake. Won many tournaments on the Upper Chesapeake Bay, by the way. So uh, yeah, Brandon Coulter's got roots right here. Hey, Mike, ask uh, ask Takahiro of Keith Cowan is Godzilla or Mothra. Keith, Keith Callan. He doesn't know who's is he Godzilla or Mothra? Who is the Keith? It's Mothra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's definitely Mothra. Now, that's no fair feeding him the answers, Mike. Uh, poor <laughs> poor Keith. Right, now, I got a question. Uh, is there, you know, after this point, the rest of the year, is there an event? that you're looking forward to the most for the remainder of the season? Uh, Mississippi River, lacrosse. That's a good one. I yeah. got it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. You fish MFA last year, we're going to go back exact same time. Exact same time, yep. yeah. My kind of fishing, shadow fishing. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Fun. Yeah, speaking of that, you know, I, I want to know, a lot, of, a lot of you guys watching Ike Live tonight, uh, you know, the interesting thing, um, I always, when I first met you, Tio, I always – coin as a finesse guy you know you're from japan all the japanese guys are masters of finesse but you you always kind of liked power fishing shallow water fishing but now after this win yeah. it's opened up my eyes top water swim bait well, when did all that stuff happen this is the second time i ever got checked on top water bait 
one time it's a couple of years ago at West Point Lake. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you fish long enough, you you try this one a little bit, this one a little bit. Yeah. Then you can like become more versatile. Yeah. And this is one of the tournaments maybe worked out. But uh, did it take a while to develop confidence in the swim? Yeah, day? I'm not like you. I'm not like a quick runner. You know, it took me so many years to run each technique. Yeah. Seems like you you can run little stuff so quick. You know, like. Uh, Freeze frame. So I still never had a check on a jackbait. Fifty percent of fish, more fifty percent fish caught on jackbait. I got checked not one time. Wow. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm the boy. Only the Japanese don't do the drop shot back then. <laughs> wow, know? that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so, well, you know, swim bait something I still don't have confidence in, and I saw you trucking that thing all day. I think, uh, yeah, this is maybe the second check I got on swim bait. Wow. But that's a particular swim bait I caught a lot of fish in the Lake Fork. Oh, yeah, four. The big one. Yeah, five, yeah. six, seven, eight pounder. Yeah. And my favorite. Ooh, we froze up. Froze up again? Give him a second. There, there you they are. You are. Are you frozen or are you okay? You were we freezing you. up. You guys are okay. freezing up on us a little bit. You're frozen visually right now, yeah. of course, but I can still hear you. Let's sign off before we okay. lose it. Well, I do, I do want to ask a quick question. For uh, you know, obviously, talk is uh, is is still single. If lady wants to 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 get hooked up with talk and uh, and meet talk, what's the best way that she can connect with you? <laughs> <laughs> Take a ride on Mount Takahiri. <laughs> Plenty of fish. One way ticket. Plenty yeah. of fish. <laughs> All right. Well, Facebook it is. Any other way uh, that, that other people can follow you? Yeah, how, how can everybody follow you? Uh, my Facebook fan page. Facebook fan page? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Takahiro Mori. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And by the by the way, slow that top water, Dan. You're working it way too fast. Man. <laughs> no, that's, that's the way it should be. He won. <laughs> wow. Well, he's you know, it's a coincidence that he won that tournament. He shouldn't have won it working that bait that fast. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted it. Hey, congratulations on an amazing, amazing win, yeah, Tio. We're, we're so happy for you, Thank buddy. Thank you, Pete. Yes, thanks to everybody. We've all, all come, right, guys. We've all come a long way. Great yeah. job, you too, Mike. It's glad I, we can't wait to have you Look back in studio. When are you going to be home, Mike? Like, what day are you coming yeah. back? Uh, so I've got about three more weeks on the road. I've got, wow. uh, yeah, I've got next week headed to Toledo Bend. I'm going to make a pit stop at Texoma and ride around for two days, and then I fish Toledo Bend, and then I've got a week at the TTBC. The Texas Toyota Bass Classic. It's at Lake Ray Roberts this year in Texas. And then right from there, I get to come home. So I'll see you guys about the third week of May. The next show that we have, the end of May, I'll see you in studio. And Woo. can't wait to get back with you guys and be in studio. Well, we we miss good, you, man. man. Yeah. Get back soon. And uh, do you know? Wish you best of luck, both of you guys, yeah. on uh, down there at Toledo. Say hi Thanks. to Man Supial. And uh, and Miss Andy, we uh, we miss those guys too. Uh, enjoy enjoy that. Tear them up down there. We want to see both you guys in the classic next year. Okay. Thank you, Pete. Good luck. Okay. Guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks, Talk. See you, dude. Bye, bye. Congratulations, Talk. Congrats. See you.
Wow, that was pretty awesome. Getting, yeah, getting T.O. at the last minute. Yeah. Love Listen, that, dude. Oh, nice how could guy. you not love that guy? Uh, yeah, he's so, he's respectful. So, yeah, he's so honest and simple. And he's made he, he's made such a commitment. Like, like him and I turned pro the same year, top 100 the same year, and he just sunk his teeth into this that this was what he was going to do. This was his goal, his ultimate ambition, no matter what. And he's been through some deep valleys fallen out of the top 100 been 11 years since his last win and there is no deterring this man from his mission and he's won he's won the classic and uh yeah it's it's just a really interesting cat really proud of him for that win and i sound condescending saying that because he's such he's he's a more awesome angler than i am but it was just uh i'm really proud of him for that win it was a pretty pretty awesome stuff what do we got on the agenda bry agenda are we out of our agenda? Well, we're 25 minutes past yeah. uh, our bedtime. How could we not make time for T.O.? 100%. So, yeah, right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, the the rebroadcast, you always can find it at MikeIkenelli.com. IkeLive.com. Uh, it, uh, yeah, gee whiz. Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> 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 we need Mike here because he knows how to watch iTunes, all this stuff. Stitcher, <laughs> MikeLive.com. Yeah, listen to us on Not iTunes. Not on YouTube because our YouTube guy don't want us on there. Yeah. Well, we know you guys are listening to us on iTunes. Most of the guys them. are listening. But uh, we really <laughs> appreciate Brian. it. He is tonight. Yeah, Audrey Brian tonight. <laughs> hey, we're going to be back with Ike live in the next one. <laughs> Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Is that going to be in studio? May 20-something. May 20-something? Yeah. Check it out. Hey, subscribe to Bass University TV. It's going to make you a better angler. If yep. you want to go fishing on the Upper Chesapeake or Delaware River, Call Keith check Gallen. me out at peakluzik.com. Uh, <laughs> go on my Facebook page, and I'll show you how not to stick fish at practice. <laughs> 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 Love you, Keith. Love you, man. But uh, anyway, we had a lot of fun tonight. It was a really good show. We'll see you next time on Ike Live. Woohoo! Man.